sounding surrounding i'm sorry savannah soundings community radio with global soul all right all right i got through that one thanks guys it is sunday afternoon and i've only had one glass of wine today all right so our fabulous guest today is miss nichelle hoskins nichelle is healthy savannah's assistant director of healthy living and community development a graduate of Beach High School and Savannah State. Yay, Savannah State! She's a longtime health journalist. Hoskins earned her MA in journalism from the University of Michigan and has worked as a senior editor at such national publications, including Health and Heart and Soul magazines, Communications, Building Community Health Knowledge, Increasing Visibility, and Key Parts of Her Role at Healthy Savannah. Nichelle is also a Women Heart Champion. Women Heart is the National Coalition for Women with Heart Disease. As one of the five local heart disease survivors who have trained as advocates for women's heart health, Nichelle helps lead monthly support group gatherings and visits women in recovering and cardiac intensive care to reassure them and tell them about women's hearts, free events and resources. Since 1995, she has taught group fitness classes. She teaches a restorative hula hooping class which sounds like so much fun, at the African-American Health Information and Resource Center on Abercorn Street. Her hobbies change from time to time, but she enjoys jewelry making, which we got to talk about that too, cooking, learning about wine, yum, and travel, yay. Uh, she's taking her third Chinese class in preparation for a spring trip to Singapore. Nichelle, welcome to the heart of uh, the Art of Health and Wellness with Evie Williamson. Thank you, Eve. I appreciate you having me. You, you are so welcome. So what we're going to do um, is, one, let our listeners know this is uh, National Heart Health Wellness Month. That is true. Uh, right there with Valentine's Day, you, you put the two together, you've got Heart Month. Okay. What does that mean? What does that mean? This is the month uh, set aside to pay attention to heart disease, which is the uh, greatest killer of Americans. Um, uh, 48 million women in the United States live with heart disease and about, and uh, about 600,000 people uh, we uh, die each year uh, of uh, of the disease oh wow mm-hmm. that that that's staggering that's mm-hmm. staggering so they call it the silent killer why do they call it the silent killer well i i recall that the uh, high blood pressure was re- was is called called the silence killer because you may not feel any symptoms and in some cases with heart disease you may not have any symptoms of your heart attack however uh, all of the damage is being done uh, high blood pressure just to kind of break down what it does to your blood vessels is um it treats your blood vessels like a uh, a a water hose under too much pressure and so there're going to be fissures and and eventually some part of it will dissolve or pop so mm-hmm. um so that in that way that's why this is a silent uh killer well i just want to let our listeners know mm-hmm. to please consult your licensed medical care provider um regarding this program uh regarding any questions you may have about your heart health but it's very very important um women uh i'm a, I'm a woman me too you're a woman <laughs> um and this is scary knowing that this can affect us um, um, in a major way. 
And I'm an African-American woman, as you are. And so why do you think or know or feel there's such a disparity in that? Ooh, there's a lot of research going on into that. But let, I'll, let's just step back a little bit. You remember, you've probably read literature or seen movies or heard people tell about how some woman they knew died of a broken heart, mm-hmm. you know. Broken uh, heart disease. Broken heart disease, yes. yeah. Yes. Uh, how, however, for it wasn't until about the 80s or maybe even the 90s until doctors started really taking the seriously the fact that women get heart disease. Mm-hmm. It was always considered a man's disease. Mm-hmm. Case in point, uh, you probably heard of the place in the heart, the uh, area in the heart called the Widowmaker. Yes. Yeah. So D- don't know what that is. What well, it's it, I've heard of the Widowmaker. What's right. that restaurant where they have the wood? <laughs> That's right. Not to make light of this, right, but to make right. light of it. The <laughs> that was a restaurant out west, and it's called I can't remember what it's called, but the Heart Attack Cafe or something right. like that. Widowmaker Cafe. Um, well, but this is an area, and I think it's the left descending artery. It's the, one of the main arteries in the the heart, and if you if you have a blockage above where that artery branches off to two you know a broad part of the mm-hmm. the heart uh that's where you just you have you have cardiac arrest wow remember tim russert he yeah. i think he had yeah. a widowmaker heart attack and that was and he was done wow so so and okay widowmaker mm-hmm. we, we have no widower maker here so i know clearly, I, 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 i've never understood that one, yeah but okay that so that's that kind of gives you the the context, just, yeah, yeah uh-huh. of what of you know what what's going on around us. However, in about the eight, in the mid eighties, uh, mm-hmm. the stats started showing that women were dying at um, or higher rates than people suspected. Wow! Um, in fact, that eighty four was the year that the that those stat that women's numbers went up uh, precipitously. Mm. So, uh, I think people started realizing that. Everybody has a heart, so everybody can have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And that that was also a, along the time too, when a lot of women were getting into corporate America. Um, you know, added stress. They were, you know, handling corporate America, mm-hmm. handling home, mm-hmm. which could be ten times worse than going to a corporate America job. Mm-hmm. You know, handling family issues, that sort of thing. So that's really scary. And what I'm going to do throughout the show is. Um, tell you where you can get information regarding women's health at uh, womenheart.org. That's W-O-M-E-N-H-E-A-R-T dot org. And you'll get a, a, a lot, lot more information. Um, so, so, and you're also associated with Healthy Savannah. I am. Okay. What's Healthy Savannah? Well, Healthy Savannah is a nonprofit organization that's been uh, around for about a dozen years. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of the core of a coalition of about 20, uh, 200 area uh, nonprofits, all working to help make the healthy choice the easy choice, whether mm-hmm. that's in the area of nutrition, uh, getting the proper clinical care, uh, getting uh, physical activity in your life and other social determinants of health. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so break that down um, 
Break that down for me. Even further. Even further. Yep. Right. Well, <laughs> yep. Happy talk to, to me like ha- I'm a two-year-old. Happy to. Happy to. <laughs> well, uh, the Honorable Mayor Otis Johnson had uh, a heart attack and decided that if someone like himself who had resources and was active and, uh, you know, uh, generally cared for his health could be in that situation, then uh, so could others with uh, fewer resources and uh, uh, less support. So he decided in uh, the mid-2000s to uh, create Healthy Savannah. Mm-hmm. So that those were the origins. And since then, it's grown from an all-volunteer organization to an organization uh, with a board of directors and um, w- and two employees. Oh. I'm one of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, on a day to day, what what do you do? What do you do? Well, my job, as I uh, as you said earlier, is surrounding uh, communications and visibility, mm-hmm. which is why I'm I'm so glad you invited me to course, join you today. Of course. Uh, we. Um, I look at my job as not only telling folks what we do and what we plan to do, but also, but more importantly, listening Mm -hmm. uh, to parts of the community we serve to see what they need. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's one, I think a lot of, in a lot of cities, efforts to create a climate of health uh, fail because they decide, oh, well, we're going to give you, we're going to give you 17 bikes or we're going to mm-hmm. uh, do this for you without consulting with them first. To without see what him- they really need. Exactly, right. exactly. So um, part of my job uh, is to listen mm-hmm. and, uh, and also to share health information in a way that everybody can absorb and uh, understand. Okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So, you've had a heart attack, right? I, that's. I thought we were going to get back to that. I wanted to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I. <laughs> so a heart attack. It used to be growing up. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. You. You and I are around the same age. Mm-hmm. You know. Grandma. Grandpa had heart attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh. Unfortunately, it's uh become commonplace. Um. It doesn't matter. If you're 27 or 77, people are dropping like flies. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if you can kind of go into how you were feeling up to the time, uh, what happened, um, how you recovered, you know, mm-hmm. who, what, when, where, and why. Sure, that? sure. Mm-hmm. I was, I'll give you the whole, the kind of the, the big picture. It was 2003. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't realize it was a stressful time. Mm-hmm. But let's go back a couple years. It was two, 2001, was 9-11. I was neither in D.C. nor New York at the time. Mm-hmm. But I was living in both places, shuttling between one and the other. Yep. And happened to be in a third place on, on 9-11. Uh, I mean, it was, a, of course, it was a stressful time mm-hmm. for a lot of people, especially those who lived in that city. But um, it was also pretty stressful for a person who... Could have been there. Right. Uh, right. I changed jobs and moved to a city where I knew not a soul. Mm. But, you know, I felt positive. I was really glad to have what what I considered then to be my dream job. Mm-hmm. And was happy to move and raring to go. And bought a house 
the couple years later. Mm-hmm. And all of that, I think, rolled into a huge ball of stress that I didn't uh, manage. Compounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, it was May of 2000. It was spring of 2003. I had just resumed teaching fitness classes. And how old were you at this I time? I was 36. 36, okay. 36. No okay. strong uh, family history. Mm-hmm. My grandfather died of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. He was also a hard-drinking, hard-smoking not yeah. taking his medication kind of guy. Okay. So I did. Yeah. And, um, and my mother and father at the time did have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother's still alive. Uh, my father passed away of a different kind mm-hmm. of type of element. Um, and so I didn't really think of myself as a prime candidate because I was pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. I exercised and I was again, resuming my fitness. Under uh, 40, uh, mm-hmm. under way under 40, enough under 40. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, when I started resume teaching, I started feeling some chest pain. I was teaching the step class and I just thought, well, it's just because, you know, there's adrenaline when you teach as well as, you know, exertion. Mm-hmm. So I may just be a little nervous and a little out of shape. I'll just keep on doing my thing. A few months after that, I walked a two day uh, breast cancer walk in D.C. Mm-hmm. And um, in Sometime in the middle of that, I started feeling some chest pains and, you know, I just said, okay, well, I'm definitely going to see about this uh, when I get back home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That night, uh, it was raining. And if you've ever, have you ever done any two-day walks or yes. fundraisers? Yeah. yeah. In the middle of the, yeah. you, usually in the middle, they put you in a tent. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I was recover. in a, to, well, to yeah. recover, <laughs> sleep and go on yeah. to the next. So we were in a tent at a high school uh, football field and it was raining out and I woke up with what I call classic Fred Sanford symptoms. You know, the chest pain, uh, uh, it felt like a cramp to me, a uh-huh. cramp, and uh, numbness in my left arm, mm-hmm. uh, chills, slight nausea, and this sense of kind of impending anxiety or doom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew exactly what it was. Uh, I was working for Health Magazine at the time, so... Mm-hmm. Um, so you knew the symptoms. I knew the yeah, I knew the symptoms, which yeah. is numbness in the arm. Yeah, those are classic symptoms. Okay, okay. Now, now, now we'll cover. We'll, we'll go. Cover. Let's bring, yeah. let's bring come, come back yeah. to the other ones. Um, so that was, uh, and so I, I knew what I should have done, and I will. I'll be honest with you. I should have gotten up in the middle of the night at three a.m. and tried to find somebody, um, you know, like a, you know, somebody who could have helped uh, right. a health care professional we don't think to do that we don't think not not in not in a tent at 3 a.m right. 30 something years 36 old. yeah yeah i was just thinking you know i'll just i'm just gonna get up and i'll just mm-hmm. you know walk around a little bit so i did go back to my um my my general care provider and told him what happened and uh my regular doctor didn't wasn't working that day and i talked to his partner and he said to me well you're 36 you know you're you're pretty fit you're pretty healthy you don't have a strong history you know you probably just have gas so he wrote me a prescription for some gas medicine but just in case he said let's get you a stress test and Mm. you know to this day i thank him Mm -hmm. you know for that just just in case case. because through women heart i've talked to many women who said the same or similar things to their doctors, and they said the doctors said they play it off. Yeah, yeah you you know yeah. you're fine. Downplay what, it. Yeah. You're a woman. Mm-hmm. Estrogen is supposed to be protective. They said you know um, you're a woman. You don't have a history. 
you're, it's kind of all in your mind. Why don't you just go, wow. go relax. You probably need to lose some weight anyway, but go, you know, go relax somewhere. Wow. And wow. Yeah, yeah, to their detriment. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so that was, that was my story. Wow. Then it happened again in December. I had, I had one in, uh, one in uh, May and one in December. In May, they put in three stents. You know stents? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Now, for for our listeners yeah. who are not familiar with sure. that, my, my, my mother had congestive heart failure. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm familiar with the, a lot of the terminology. Mm-hmm. But for our listeners who are not familiar sure. with what a stent is, what's, mm-hmm. a, what's a stent? A stent is a small metal device that they put in your uh, an artery mm-hmm. to open it up. And the best thing I can compare it to is not quite the same shape, but the idea, you know, if you open a ballpoint pen and you see that little spring inside, mm-hmm. kind of that shape, that idea. Mm-hmm. So uh, they just put it in with a balloon, ca- a catheter with a balloon on the end. They open the stent that springs open a little bit as they pro- uh, open up that balloon and they position it where you have your blockage. Wow. And uh, at the time, this was 2003, uh, I think Johnson and Johnson had just um, gotten approval for a drug eluding stent. Previously, the stents were cons- they're called bare metal stents, mm-hmm. and the body often either often covered over covered it over with uh, with you know I guess tissue yeah tissue that you know, re- you know that reclogged mm-hmm. the artery, and so they decided to put a drug type of surface on it I'm calling it Teflon or something but you know something like that wow uh so they so they were I think they were really interested in trying those new stents on me so they put in three in in May and then when I had a a second heart attack mild heart attack in December they did the same in December so I had six at the time Uh, by the end of 2003 I had six Wow. And you, but you're doing good now. I'm doing good now. One of those stents failed uh, in November. Uh-huh. And so I had a, another one put in to, to um, repair that. And how old are you now? I am 53. 53. 50, 53 and fabulous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we want to thank you for sharing that of with course, us. We, we, we want to tell our listeners um, when you go to your doctor's appointment, your next doctor's appointment, get your pulse checked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 40%. Um, what types of care people have trouble getting help with? You know, prescription, care, cardiac, rehab facilities, medical supplies, other medical treatment. And so you'll be able to find out information about that. You'll be able to find out information about uh, heart ultrasounds. And please visit womenheart.org. It is uh, National Women's Health Month. Uh, Go red. So uh, if you see people with the little red dress pins on, um, it's in support of um, National Women's Health Month. Um, this is, the, the, you know, we don't mean to scare you, but we mean to scare you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, information is, is, is power. That's right. And, you know, it's, I, I, I'd rather go and, and swallow that hard pill uh, than not know what's oh, yeah. going on with my body. Yeah. Stress, stress. Well, uh, well, numbers. I mean, let, yeah. let's talk about numbers yeah, first. Yeah. I'm a numbers girl. Uh, yeah. I like numbers. Go, ahead, go <laughs> well, for I'm it. Not, I, I'm I'm saying everybody know your numbers and, yeah. and and don't be 
lulled into a sense of security just because your numbers may not be so terrible. What does that mean? Uh, let's talk about uh, cholesterol, for example. Okay. Uh, uh, they say the, your, your uh, combined good and bad cholesterol, LDL and HDL, mm -hmm. should be uh, 200. Okay. Or less. And for people who already have heart disease, um, it should be closer to 150. Okay. When I had my first heart attack, my cholesterol numbers were probably 232. And let's just say I hadn't ever been admitted to the hospital for having a mild heart attack. And my doctor found that my cholesterol was 232. He probably would have said, you know, I think if you change your diet a little bit, if you reduce your stress, then you will then you'll be able to get that number down. That 232 is not objectively all that high, mm -hmm. but it was too high for me. So, uh, so, so say you are a 30 something year old woman, mm -hmm. you go in to get your, your physical, you go in to get your, your, your numbers checked. And that number is like you said, right there on the border. Mm -hmm. What do you suggest for a person to say to their doctor at that point? Yeah, I'd ask, I'd have all kinds of questions. Uh, like what? Um, doc, I know that this number shows that I'm kind of borderline, that uh, it doesn't sound as though aggressive a treatment, a treatment might be required, especially if the person doesn't already have heart disease. Mm -hmm. um, but what do, you know, what do I need to, what else do I need to know? Do I need another, do I need a more specific test, for example, to show um, more detail about what my risk is. Like should they ask for a stress test or something? The stress like test. There is also a, tr a, a test called the VAP, V-A-P, and I don't remember what that stands for, mm -hmm. but there are, uh, there are blood panels mm -hmm. uh, specific to, uh, they talk specifically about what, uh, how large the molecules of cholesterol, cholesterol are in your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. For example, I'll tell you about my high, my VAP. Okay. Um, again, you know, th that's not a terribly high number, 232. Uh, but it showed that my good cholesterol and my bad cholesterol were probably the worst I could possibly want. So you're, you want large molecules of um, cholesterol in your bloodstream. Um, the large good cholesterol will help sweep the bad out. The large bad cholesterol... Will is less likely to You're get caught in your W R U U in your uh, L P Savannah Georgia um, one point five is what I was told. W R U U. So uh, since I had small molecules of each, and Community I don't I don't really want to go soul. too deeply into you know the hey, the up? you know You're all this medical stuff, in. but this is what this was the result of my tests. You can find my good cholesterol was so small that it didn't protect me very well at all. And my bad cholesterol was so small that it made a habit of uh, getting lodged into my uh, my blood vessels. Wow! So those wow. So all that has to say the numbers aren't don't always necessarily re re uh, reveal everything. Mm -hmm. So ask more questions. Ask for another uh, more specific blood test if, uh, especially if you have um, a family risk. Mm -hmm. Now, also I'm looking on here. Mm -hmm. um, to learn more about risk factors, like you said, uh, cholesterol, blood pressure, um, different types of risky business, diabetes, mm -hmm. poor diet, mm -hmm. physical inactivity, being overweight or obese. Mm -hmm. A body in motion stays in motion. A body mm -hmm. at rest stays at rest. Mm -hmm. um, 
Um, you, like you said, have a heart to heart with your doctor. Talk mm-hmm. with your healthcare provider. Get regular scheduled checkups. I mean, we we live in a time of tremendous stress for Absolutely. everybody. Um, so none of us are immune Absolutely. to it. Uh, step it up. Aim for thirty minutes of moderate physical activity a day. Mm-hmm. Thirty minutes. Yep. We spend thirty minutes on the phone, Facebook, right. um, uh, chatting about nothing, staring off into space, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, for anybody to say, I don't have 30 minutes in the course of my day. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. Well, that's my one of the things I enjoy most is trying to find ways for people to, you know, to get their exercise in. As I said, I was a fitness, I'm a fitness instructor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've worked in the past as a personal uh, trainer and I can find uh, we can always find some time to get 10 minutes into your day uh-huh. um, and it's easy I mean it, it it takes a little bit of a shift mm-hmm. but um, but the stakes are pretty high for mm-hmm. a lot of us especially especially women especially black women yeah yeah and 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 that that's un- unfortunate we're number one at the top of that list again why why wh- why? <laughs> Why? Why? That's the that's a very good question. Dollar question. <laughs> right. Uh, we don't know. Um, Is it, do, do you think it's because we have bigger stressors or? Um, I don't know about bigger. Um, there. Uh, there is a suggestion that we don't we may have greater number uh, amounts of stress Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, lesser ability to manage those stresses and on that note we are going to take a short break uh, do a little station identification and we will be right back Uh, WRUU FM 107.5 the art of health and wellness with Evie Williamson and her fabulous guest, Nichelle Hoskins, um, uh, speaking on women's heart health. Okay, we'll be right back. Georgia Southern University will present Breaking Gendered Boundaries, a panel exploring gender constructs and our judgments about the political and personal worth of others. This program will take place on Thursday, March 5th at 6 p.m. at Temple Mikvah, Israel. More information is available at cah.georgiasouthern.edu. How many times have you heard WRUU's corporate underwriting message? If you remember it, then your potential customers will remember your message as well. We are offering this space to connect corporate and institutional partners with our loyal and active listeners. Underwriting on WRUU is short, so listeners don't tune out. It's exclusive, so your message won't be lost in advertising clutter, and it supports Savannah's only community radio station. For a marketing package to increase your reach beyond traditional media, email underwriting at wruu.org. WRUU 107.5 FM is a new and different listener-supported and all-volunteer community radio station for Savannah. Our diverse broadcast and web programming is supported by generous listeners who value our passion and spunk. We are independent of other media and receive no government or large corporate support. 
People like you are the largest and most important source of our funding. Go to WRUU.org to find out how you can make a one-time or monthly contribution. Thank you. Okay, and welcome back. This is Evie Williamson with the Art of Health and Wellness, WRUU 107.5, Savannah, Georgia. Um, uh, Savannah Surroundings Community Radio with Global Soul. Um, my guest today is Miss Nichelle Hoskins of Healthy Savannah, Assistant Director of Healthy Living and Community Development. Welcome back. All right, so we were talking about um, uh, stressors, signs, um, things to talk to our doctor about. It is National Women's Health, uh, Heart Health Month. It is Heart Health Month. Mm-hmm. It's not just for women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just Heart Health Month. Mm-hmm. So make sure you wear your red. You, we got a few more days left in the month. Even if you get a red rib- ribbon and, and put it on your chest, you know, ma- you know, just, just, um, just, just be aware be aware okay so we were talking about different things to talk to your doctor about um let's go into symptoms sure and again mm-hmm. and again i do want to do a claimer right. a disclaimer please consult a licensed medical care provider um don't diagnose yourself mm-hmm. uh for those of you who's like oh my god i got numbness in my arm mm-hmm. i got i got a little chest pain i'm having a heart attack mm-hmm. that's not to downplay it mm-hmm. but definitely go to your doctor Right. right. And we talk about this, uh, Women Heart uh, members talk about this because we want people to be aware. And um, while the classic symptoms are chest pain, numbness uh, in the left arm and and a few other um, symptoms, women can have vastly different symptoms. Like? I've known one woman who had jaw or throat pain. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, she was, not again, not to be too scary, but she was with her family and planning a, a reunion on a Thursday and started experiencing uh, jaw pain, throat pain that she interpreted as a sore throat and started taking lozenges. And um, by, by the next week, she was gone because she was having, that was her, her um, massive warning Heart signals. Sig- yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've known other people who, who uh, had, they were having heart attacks and they were experiencing indigestion. Mm. And uh, still others were experiencing low back pain. Uh, so for women, for reasons uh, we don't, people don't understand, uh, we just have different symptoms. So it's really important that not only women, but the men and other folks around them should know that this, that uh, these symptoms may be different. So if you feel something, say something. If you feel something, say something. And I would, I would, I would suspect that if you feel something and you're not entirely sure, you still know if it's serious. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who are having a heart attack know that it's something is really wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that works. Uh, but um, but even if you don't have that awareness and it's one of the symptoms I listed or some of the s- symptoms listed uh, at womenheart.org, then um, by all means, check in with your your um, your healthcare provider. Now you always hear that it's good to have um, aspirin in the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do too. I do too. I always yeah. have. Mm-hmm. I always have. Um, you know, my parents always ha- always had um, aspirin 
And so <laughs> naturally, when I got my first place, the first thing in my medicine cabinet was a was a bottle of aspirin. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- what's what's the big deal over having aspirin? Sure. Um, a, a single adult aspirin, I think, is 325 milligrams. And uh, if uh, uh, one, one of the first times I had uh, symptoms of a, of a heart attack, I took it and I chewed it. Mm-hmm. and waited so mm-hmm. it is that that's part of the advice that it's a blood thinner yeah mm-hmm. as a blood thinner and uh, at this point though i have nitroglycerin so mm-hmm. i use that mm-hmm. um but that's the that's the significance and then every day i take a baby aspirin and mm-hmm. um uh and of course if you uh, anyone who's interested in doing that should of course consult, consult their doctor their do- first. consult yeah. their doctor right, right. exactly right. exactly um so so We've been talking about heart health, mm-hmm. February. Why do they choose February to be heart health? Valentine's, you know. Oh, the heart. Heart, love, Valentine's, that kind of thing, yeah. Isn't that cute? But, uh, that's, I mean, uh, that's what I'm thinking happened. Okay, <laughs> okay. So I'm looking here. You, you brought me this cute little package. Mm-hmm. The red um, bag of courage. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um. So where can people go and get this red bag, red bag of courage? We have two versions. You have the paper version, and it's a cute white and yeah. red uh, little lot, lot gift bag. A lot yeah. of goodies. Mm-hmm. Goodies, uh, informational mm-hmm. goodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, you can ask me. I'm happy to bring you one. Uh, we have them in uh, English and in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Or you are welcome to go to uh, womenheart.org. That's W O M E N H E R T dot org. Mm-hmm. And you can get a virtual red bag of courage. And we actually have some of those that are targeted to uh, African American women and Hispanic women as well. Mm-hmm. And okay. you can download that yourself. And so there's a national coalition mm-hmm. for women with heart disease, and they're, right. and they're located at 1117th Street Northwest, Suite 500, Washington, D.C., right. 20036, mm-hmm. You can get more information on the national coalition. Mm-hmm. And also they talk about knowing the ABCs mm-hmm. of diabetes, the A1C test, the blood pressure, and the cholesterol. Okay, mm-hmm. now can you go over each one of those? What what is A1C test? What is that? A1C. Now, my ex- area of expertise is not diabetes, but um, the A1C test is the one that uh, measures your uh, blood sugar levels. Mm-hmm. And um, just like with blood pressure, blood uh, sugar in the blood kind of ravages your um, your arteries. Mm. Uh, I, the way I've had it described to me was that if you can, blood really shouldn't be in your in your blood vessels. I mean, sorry, sugar shouldn't be in, in your at two levels too high. Imagine razor blades just rolling through your blood vessels. Ouch! Nick, 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 little ouch, nicks, ouch, and then your body comes in and, and says, "Okay, well, we gotta we gotta fix all these nicks mm-hmm. on the inside of your blood vessels." So they go in with a plaque or whatever they need to, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons uh, it's it's a bad thing to have too much. Uh, sugar in your blood well that picture Sorry mental that. picture <laughs> right there you remember me, it though <laughs> I, yes i will i don't want anything sweet ever again oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> and then of course blood pressure mm-hmm. you know so uh again the 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 damage it can do to your blood vessels uh mm-hmm. is you know is is a concern 
And of course, we already talked about cholesterol as well. Mm-hmm. So, so, so l- let's 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 go into your fitness class. Okay, let's do that. Speaking of which, no, yeah, and uh, um, all of these all of these numbers are positively affected by physical activity. Okay, that uh, goes back to that thirty minutes. That goes back mm-hmm. to the thirty minutes. And and by the way, the uh, the American College of Sports. Uh, medicine has said that you don't have to do all of these together and it doesn't have to be extra hard work. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, really just about getting out there. Mm-hmm. Get uh, moving. Get moving. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so I've been uh, in, ni- in 95, I started teaching fitness classes. I was a newspaper reporter sitting down all the time, high stress. Mm-hmm. And um, something somehow I was smart enough to realize that I needed something entirely different to counter that. So I started teaching fitness classes. And um, and so uh, as a way to um, to, you know, get healthier and to, you know, and, and just to blow off some of that stress. OK. Yeah. So um, and since then, I've taught uh, I've taught indoor cycling. And right now I'm teaching hula hooping. Oh, what fun. Oh, my God. I haven't hula hooped since I was a kid. That's what I hear a lot. Yeah. I don't even think I could still make it work. (laughs) You know, I had an an older male uh, who was about six foot three. Mm -hmm. He had never hooped before. I taught him and he was a very good student. I taught him in about three minutes. Wow. And his he was just blown away. Okay. Blown away. So. so so where can people come sign up for your classes? You can come to the African American Health Information and Resource Center. Mm-hmm. It is at nineteen ten Abercorn Street. Mm-hmm. Uh for those familiar with the old um infirmary, it's that historic area. Yeah. So it's yeah. a it's a building uh next to that area. And uh it is free. The hoops are provided for you and anybody could come. That is fun. So how often are these classes? Once a week. Mondays week. at five. Mondays at five, mm-hmm. once a week mm-hmm. at the infirmary on Abercorn. Aber- That's Aber- right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That yeah. sounds like a whole yeah. bunch of fun. And so and so, let's talk about your hobbies real quick. Yeah, yeah. Jewelry making, cooking, wine, there's mine, and travel. <laughs> so, so let's talk about all those. Let's, okay, let's talk about it. Well, you know, we, um, we, the uh, Women Heart had its open house mm-hmm. on Thursday, and we made uh, we made jewelry. We made stretchy ba- bracelets, uh-huh. and uh, some of us had already been jewelry makers. But it was we just talked and we felt ourselves being creative. And we had I had one woman in there who said she's she was just not she didn't feel like she was creative and she just wasn't happy with her what she was making. And then she she made two, and her second one was beautiful. Those are always the ones, always yeah. the ones. Mm-hmm. And she took the beads from a necklace that I tore up about 10 years ago and mm-hmm. saved, you know, save these beads. This was a beautiful uh, bracelet. So anyway, so it's a- about stress reduction. Yeah. That and sounds like fun. Be- and beautiful jewelry, of course. Okay. <laughs> and so cooking. Yeah. You guys offer cooking or is this uh, just something you like? To this do? is something I do. Okay. Um, I've just, I grew up not being all that interested in food. And then I moved to Louisiana mm-hmm. and discovered butter because I grew up <laughs> with margarine and I discovered heavy cream and uh-huh. all of those things yeah, and yeah. yeah and then had to then they had Where to, cholesterol is king yeah and queen. Yeah, yeah yeah but um but also the techniques i mean it was really that people were so you know people used all of those old french techniques and cajun techniques and west mm-hmm. african techniques and all of those that have been rolled into one so uh, that's where i got really interested okay yeah. all right and then you know for me and i, I think for most people uh, being able to cook on your own without 
whatever it is people add <laughs> in, right. you know, at restaurants. Uh, it just makes for a healthier meal and a much more satisfying meal to me. Why Chinese? A good friend of mine, maybe 20 some odd years ago. Well, let's roll back. Yeah. She, she said, <laughs> for those of you who are like, are like wait, wait, what, 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 is, what is she saying? Um, Chinese, you're taking a Chinese class. Yes. Okay. Uh, in preparation preparation for a trip to Singapore. Right. Exciting. Right. Okay. So why, why, why Singapore? Why Chinese? Well, uh, Singapore is where my boyfriend's uh, daughter lives. Okay. And he's celebrating a big birthday in March. Okay. So we're going there. Now, they speak English. It's not a problem. Right. So I don't expect to absolutely need it, mm-hmm. but I'd uh, taken Chinese a couple times before. One in, uh, once in preparation for a trip to Beijing back in '97. Okay, you know I'm gonna say say something. Say some what? <laughs> say, <laughs> say something. Say something. <laughs> yeah, <Yihama. laughs> Okay, well, that means that you're gonna have to take my word for it. But <laughs> yeah, it means it means how are you? How are you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I, it's like me asking you, and I expect an answer as opposed okay. to ni hao, which means like hi. Okay. Um, All right. So I learned yeah. something new. Yeah, I, I learned yeah. some. Ch- I learned some Chinese yeah. today. Yay <laughs> for me! So this is really great. I'm sitting here with my guest today, uh, Nichelle Hoskins, um, with Healthy Savannah. She's assistant director uh, and community development um, guru over there, and and we're talking about heart health. Uh, February's National um, Heart Health Month. And we are going to go to another break and then we're going to come back and Michelle is going to tell me something I don't know. So stand by. This is WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with Global Soul. This is Tyler Twomby from the album Chill Beats EP. Georgia Southern University will present Breaking Gendered Boundaries, a panel exploring gender constructs and our judgments about the political and personal worth of others. This program will take place on Thursday, March 5th at 6 p.m. at Temple Mikvah, Israel. More information is available at cah.georgiasouthern.edu. How many times have you heard WRUU's corporate underwriting message? If you remember it, then your potential customers will remember your message as well. We are offering this space to connect corporate and institutional partners with our loyal and active listeners. Underwriting on WRUU is short, so listeners don't tune out. It's exclusive, so your message won't be lost in advertising clutter, and it supports Savannah's only community radio station. For a marketing package to increase your reach beyond traditional media, email underwriting at wruu.org. WRUU 107.5 FM is a new and different listener-supported and all-volunteer community radio station for Savannah. Our diverse broadcast and web programming is supported by generous listeners who value our passion and spunk. We are independent of other media and receive no government or large corporate support. People like you are the largest and most important source of our funding. Go to WRUU.org to find out how you can make a one-time or monthly contribution. 
Thank you. And we're back. This is Evie Williamson with the Art of Health and Wellness, WRUU 107.5 um, FM Savannah. I'm here with wonderful guest, Miss um, Nichelle Hoskins, uh, discussing Heart Health Month. Um, so um, what what are the numbers you got for me, Nichelle? <laughs> well, uh, let's talk locally uh, and uh, sort of about physical activity. Mm-hmm. Uh 75% of Savannah's neighborhoods don't have sidewalks on both sides. Mm. And why is that important? You know, when we talk about getting active, mm-hmm. a lot of us can say, okay, yeah, I guess I should. And you go outside and you walk on your sidewalk or you maybe go to the gym or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's fairly easy. You know, we talked about healthy Savannah making the healthy choice, mm-hmm. the easy choice. Well, if you are, if you want to go exercise or if you want to go see a friend in an adjacent neighborhood it can be dangerous for some folks in some neighborhoods Mm -hmm. i myself living out in uh, georgetown i have to walk a tenth of a mile in the street Mm -hmm. before i can get to a sidewalk wow so imagine you know if you have to walk even longer Mm -hmm. if you have to if you will have to walk to school Mm -hmm. so uh as part of what healthy savannah is working on to make uh, uh physical activity easier for all of us uh we are working to get a 30 mile urban trail loop mm-hmm. built around the city. Oh, cool. As part of all, it would uh, run through all of the aldermanic um, districts mm-hmm. and it would connect lots of neighborhoods, especially those that have been parsed and divided by, you know, roads um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and other, and other things. So uh, it's called tied to town. Okay. Uh, and um, we're we already some of the uh, construction has begun. It has been on. Uh, if you go to uh, Eisenhower, you'll see, uh, you'll see it, and uh, along Sally Mood Drive mm-hmm. near the uh, the health department on Eisenhower, um, you'll see evidence of it beginning. Uh, but we are uh, we're supporting them throughout this process and hoping that we can get uh, more attention, more uh, and more funding. So how would you get more attention? Just like this. Just like this. <laughs> we're just trying to get the word out because a lot of people who are familiar with the High Line in New York and with the uh, Belt Line in uh, Atlanta say, oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They'll say, oh, really? Is there something like that in the the works here? Yeah. So it's, you know, of course, it's been in the early stages, but we want people to to know that that this is that that here uh, Savannah wants has the same thing uh, in the works and Unlike in other cities, there's a plan to avoid, you know, displacement and uh, okay. and gentrification. So. Yeah, I was, I was, I was. That was going to be my next question. Yep. Uh, that that is really cool. That is really good. And so, how can people get involved with that? Uh, go to tied to town dot org. Tied to town. T i d e to town dot org. And if you can't remember that, just come to Healthy Savannah and that, and you'll be redirected. You can you'll find a link there as well. Okay. All right. Well, this has been amazing. Now I need you to tell me something I don't know. Well, see, that was the thing you didn't know. The 75. I got to say something else you don't know. Tell me something else I don't know. (laughs) All right. What you don't know is that hula hooping is very good for your back. Okay. Uh, My chiropractor told me this as when I told him. And uh, part of that is just that um, you, uh, you are using deep, 
abdominal muscles. Okay. Not your six pack muscles, you know, not the superficial ones, but the deep, deep ones. Oh. Uh, and that is helping stabilize and strengthen your spine. So that's something you may not know. All right. Well, this has been really good. Again, uh, listeners, I, w- I just want to thank you for tuning in each week with the Art of Health and Wellness with Evie Williamson. Um, you know, our goal with the Art of Health and Wellness is to embrace, educate, and engage um, our, our, our listening community. Uh, we also, we strive to... Um, Embrace eight different components, emotional, environmental, financial, intellectual, occupational, physical, social, and spiritual wellness. Um, again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Art of Health and Wellness, WRUU 107.5. And you can also visit us at WRUU.org uh, for other uh, additional community information and different happenings with the um the radio station. Uh, please have a great rest of your week. Uh, make it your best week. And we'll be right back here. Same time, same place. New guest next Sunday from 2 to 3 p.m. All right. Thank you.